0: This is It Has Pockets, a podcast about celebrating our everyday and sharing the things we're all holding. I'm Abby. And I'm Laura. Today we are talking about
1: online friendships. I don't know why I made it sound like it was a (laughs) cheer. It's it's not necessarily a cheer, but we are cheering them on. We're talking about friendships that we create through our presence online.
0: Um, I actually love when people say, I'm not on social media. And then my response is always, I love that for you. I am guessing you have a much more peaceful life. Let's exchange phone that's numbers. Important. People feel guilty about it. And I'm like, no. Like, if that is not bringing you joy, if social media is not bringing you joy, like.
1: But that's a great response because that. usually my response is, how am I supposed to get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> do you like, how do, how do I contact you?
0: Are we going to be friends? But No, I want to always validate people who say I'm not on social media.
1: That's a wonderful Um, response. I also don't want
0: it to sound like it's a bad thing because I am on social media Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about how friendship has happened over social media. And for me, I found some of the dearest people in my life through social media. So it's a good thing. Um, But yeah, if I'm talking to a a kid's – mom from school or we meet in another situation and they say, yeah, I'm not on social media. Um, I always try to validate that because I, think I, I really good like choices. that. Okay.
1: Say that. Say the line again. Say the. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you, Abby. I'm not on social media, though. I'm like, we're vibing. I want to keep up with you. Mm-hmm. I'm immediately like, are you on Instagram? No, nope,
0: I don't do social. And I'm like, I love that for you. I bet you live a very peaceful life. How can we communicate? <gasps> and then I'll
1: have I'm them that down. I'm put that down.
0: <laughs> I'll have them put their phone number in my phone and then I'll text them.
1: That's really really good. So, we talked about it in another episode, but Abby and I actually met online and we've been able to take our online friendship into the real life. Abby, do you want to talk about how we met really quick? I jumped in Laura's DMs. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually was
0: looking through hashtags and locations in order to find people in my area that might want to be part of my product. I was finding people and I didn't just message everyone that I found. And when I found people that I thought, yeah, I think this is somebody that I would want my product to be connected to. And I would I as a person want to be connected to, I jumped in their DMs and I offered them an opening to wear my earrings. And then Laura and I
1: hit it just became
0: friends. Yeah.
1: Laura, maybe talk about where you were at that point. I've really, really relied on social media for friendship building. And a part of that is also because I moved to Fort Worth when I was 30 weeks pregnant. That is probably the worst time to try to meet friends or learn about a new city or figure out where you fit in the world just as a person. For sure. When I moved here, I didn't know much about the city. I did a lot of research online and I looked at people, businesses, all these things, and I used social media as a sort of resume for friends, for businesses, for places I wanted to exist in with my family. The idea of jumping into people's DMs, that was already something I was doing and familiar with and also familiar with the structure of. Yeah, Because that's essentially how I built my community in Fort Worth. For sure. And I think
0: the thing that worked for us is from the beginning, we had a lot of clarity. When I jumped into your DMs, and I wrote your DM, I was very clear about what I wanted from you, what I was willing to offer. And at the time, it was a very like transactional Uh, thing, I made it really clear what I wanted from you, um, what the obligations would kind of look like and what I was willing to give.
1: And that really helped our relationship as it grew. I think a lot of people discount transactional relationships, but in actuality, they lay the groundwork often Mm -hmm. for very real friendships. And transactional doesn't always mean money exchanging hands it doesn't mean necessarily trade for services in this case it's very um hi i need to know you because you're in my kids class Mm -hmm. i need to i need to be friends with you for a specific reason and i need to at least build a fundamental basic relationship with you because it's a friendship that you're searching out, I think it's okay to be honest
0: about what you can bring mm-hmm. and maybe what you're looking for. A transactional feels so gross, it, but... The, I, it's, the term, the I, term
1: really takes away from it but transactional relationships are kind of vital to every day was telling
0: Laura what I was looking for and gave her a lot of space to tell me how it would work for her and what she was looking for and so quickly we moved from work relationship to
1: a real friendship yeah Um, there's this sort of undertone to online relationships that they're not real because they're not in person
0: Right. We hear that all the time. We hear people say, well, it's not a real relationship because you're not seeing them in person or they don't really know your
1: real life. Or there's some sort of description where you're like, oh, I'm hanging out with my online friends. I'm doing a meetup with this online friend. Yeah. But you can just call them friends. And I think that that barrier is a little high for some reason, specifically with online friendships. But there
0: are, in quotations,
1: real-life friendship that
0: are as surface as online friendships. The thing that that church person or that school person or that other work oh, person yeah. knows about my life is probably as much, if not less, than something I'm going to share with an online friendship. And yet we don't have that same
1: stigma of, like, that's not a real friend. Right. Right so it's just a lot of just weird discounting i don't understand that and i could go off on a soapbox of how i just think that our current age is just constantly wanting to discourage specifically women from developing deeper relationships right part of that patriarchal system at work is the discounting of authentic relationships and even a place where it would have us doubting our own self but i won't go into that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the other thing that
0: I've learned about friendships where this comes into play is that women tend to think that a friendship is not real unless it is completely transparent on every part of your life that is not that's a myth if anyone has that feeling of well they're not real friend because they don't know everything about me that's not true. You can have a true friendship in one facet of your life. So we have friendships that are based on something that is common between the two of
1: us that can be seen as a real friendship, even if it doesn't translate to every part of your life. There is a great book that I just read by Lane Moore, You Will Find Your People, How to Make Meaningful Friendships as an Adult. And I know that's not specifically online related, that's kind of just in general friendship related. But She talks a lot about finding that clarity within your relationship and also how to deepen relationships. I really, really loved her book. And I actually found her from somebody sharing an Instagram meme that she made. So I went and checked out her page to make sure that she was a safe person I could share. And I saw that she had this book and immediately went to my library page and put it on hold. Lane Moore, you will find your people: how to make meaningful friendships as an adult
0: making friendships is really hard for multiple reasons we're not going to get into here mm-hmm. for our generation. Since we're kind of sharing books, I do want to share the book Platonic by Marissa G. Franco. It is fantastic about friendships and how we downgrade friendships from how we look
1: at romantic relationships. Really I just want to share that one as well. The lack of emphasis placed on maintaining our friendships it is a common situation. And how we do that online is also different from how we maintain our friendships in person. Yes. When you're talking to your friend online, you are missing a huge aspect of nonverbal communication that you get with a friend face to face, facial expressions. Mm-hmm nuance sarcasm tone all these sort of aspects that go into our sentences that convey thoughts feelings and sometimes you're having really really deep meaningful conversations with friends online yeah not having those aspects of a conversation can be detrimental absolutely
0: i think what we're saying all over all of this is that friendships take initiative and they don't happen organically. So you are going to want to put the same purposefulness, care, and even work into an online relationship that you would like to move into a friendship. Yes. Let's talk about like some of the pros of online friendship. What are some pros that you see?
1: When I think about the pros of social media friendships, immediately I go back to little teenage Laura who grew up in a small mountain town in Arkansas. And there was no way I could meet people with similar interests or honestly, even develop my own interests because I wasn't aware. And part of that is also just the creation <laughs> of the internet and the creation of widespread knowledge and understanding. But also, social media allows us to connect with people who you wouldn't connect with in proximity. For me, being someone who's into spooky stuff, being primarily involved in an evangelical world, I did not have a lot of people who shared my interests. And that's just it. I'm the weird one out. Online, you're just able to connect over these interests in ways that you would never be able to explore without it. I love that.
0: One of the pros that I see to online relationships is this timing aspect where a person that I am friends with in real life, it may be difficult for us to get our schedules to line up. Online, I can interact on my timing and they interact on their timing. And it is so nice to know that I can leave a DM, I can leave a Marco Polo, which is one of my preferred ways of communication. That works out really well for me in this time of life.
1: I agree. Like I said, when I moved here, I didn't know anybody and I could only interact with people during nap time Yeah, <laughs> while I was hanging out with a baby. So I did all my sort of exploring and meeting people online. I think that the timing aspect is so huge to parents.
0: Another aspect of the timing that works really well is allows you to be friends with people who are really diverse. Yes. It is very hard to line up real life schedules with people who are <laughs> yes. living different lives than you. Sometimes because of just location, sometimes because of way of life is looking like, and sometimes because of boundaries that either I or the other person would need to put in place and a lot of safety that would need to happen before we could have a relationship that exists in a tangible face-to-face situation. It has allowed me to become friends and support people that I would have a difficult time finding ways to connect in real life. Online relationships have allowed me To have that experience, Mm -hmm. to be there for somebody who is in a different stage of life, a different perspective, a different orientation, and really be there for them and support them in ways that would be difficult in a tangible, local way. I believe that it makes me a more empathetic person. I I'm so thankful for that. So how do you go from, I'm watching this person online. I think we have things in common. I want to do more in our online friendship. How do we go from that to something that is beyond just the emojis, Mm -hmm. the liking of posts? You can only do so
1: many fire emojis and heart eyes. You know what I mean? We love a hype here. Yes, we we love it. it. But Um. I
0: am not going to assume that if you are hyping me up, it's because you want a
1: friendship. Okay. There are some really, really great steps that I have implemented and that I've had people use when developing a deeper friendship with me. And I love them. We hit a little bit on earlier how there is a lack of nuance, a lack of tone, a lack of all of these things that you would get non-verbally in the presence of somebody. So that means that you need super clarity. The clearest of clear, as our girl Brene says, (laughs) clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And so if you are looking at somebody and you're going, hey, that resonated with me, tell them, Mm -hmm. tell them. The risk is what? You look a little extra? Yeah. What? It's fine. That moment of saying, I want to separate myself from just another person telling you that you're awesome. Creating DMs that have intentionality behind it, where you're not just saying, hey, love that for you, looking good, but you're actually saying that meant something to me and I love that.
0: Since you guys are at the table with us, right here in this podcast, in this moment, let's talk a little bit about how we can move from being an audience member kind of friendship into behind the scenes hanging out in the dressing room with somebody you know online so the clarity is important and if you want to meet them in other spaces invite them to meet you off of the social media platform if they live locally invite them out for coffee absolutely be aware that the person
1: might reply with hey I don't have space for that right now. And that's okay. You can provide all the clarity you want. Someone might not be looking for friends at this exact moment. That is okay and the other way around if you are the person who is receiving
0: a lot of attention a lot of interaction from somebody at some point it's good to be clear back it's good to say i don't have the ability or time to do much beyond this but i am so grateful you're here online is merely a territory it is a space this is another spot that you meet people
1: uh one of the things that i do a lot is i ask for addresses Yeah. Let it be known. Please don't immediately jump into someone's DMs (laughs) and ask for an address. That's not the way to do this. It's not the way. (laughs) Have a relationship first. (laughs) And then send them a card. Send them something that says, I care about you. One of the things I like to do
0: is connect other people with things. So uh, we're with spaces. And what this can look like is somebody that I get to know that lives far away If I come across something that I know is happening in their city, or if we're talking about books, say, I'm gonna search out like a bookstore in their area and be like, hey, have you checked this out? Or I'd love to connect you with this. For me, my love language is is connection. And so you were saying gifts, right? Like that's one of the ways that you show love. For me, I love the idea of connecting them with something that's tangible Mm. and real in their space, whether it's a business, an artist, a at some sort of something that's like really thoughtful because I can't be there yeah right yeah, like yeah. I can't be in Pennsylvania but I can find a bookstore or a coffee shop that maybe isn't on your radar and then when you get to go and be there in my mind that's a tangible way that I get to be part of your life
1: incredible I didn't know
0: that <laughs> yeah when you can connect someone with a local business a local organization that's really cool um, I don't know it to me that just feels like as close to me being in person so if I see like a really cool bookshop and I think like oh this bookshop is so cool it's in South Carolina in my head I think oh I know a couple people who are in South Carolina I'm gonna send them or I'm gonna comment with their tagline or whatever like I'm gonna connect you with this that's really cool you do whatever you want with that information but you know and well, that's that's really, that's really worked for me seeing is that it can be done a lot of different ways and it's as personal as you are your own yeah person. we would love to hear Ideas or ways in which you have either reached out to people online or ways people online have reached out to you and it has meant something for you. So for sure, let us know what parts of this conversation triggered interest in your brain so we can continue to make these podcasts really applicable to your life.
1: Okay, now that we've wrapped up online friendships yeah, we and we've tied it. that up. and it's The t- whole a- thing. Perfect. There's no more anything to discuss around that. That couldn't be a, a massively huge conversation that we could go into further. Uh, what are some things that we are carrying in our pockets this week? I want to hear one big thing, one little thing. Okay. A big
0: thing that I'm carrying actually does have to do
1: with this. I just got out of a retreat that was three days. Please explain what a retreat is because (sighs) everyone has a different Oh, yeah. definition of the word retreat okay well i think the retreat was supposed to be women
0: who had connected over certain parts of our life it was supposed to be us just chilling and like getting away and encouraging each another actually what happened was 12 women decided to live their entire inner child inner teenage life in the span of 48 hours so it was a little unhinged in the absolute best possible way is
1: it okay to say that there was a common denominator of like some yes. religious trauma
0: there yeah there's some commonality in the way we grew up in conservative fundamentalism finding safety in relationships mm-hmm. i would say is the common yeah. theme over this particular group of women um i knew some of them i had met before some of them i was related to some i had never met before but the way i felt so safe with these women because before the retreat we we spent hours connecting with each other's stories, listening to each other, creating safe spaces emotionally. Allowed us when we were in person to just have the absolute best time. There was crafts. There were some
1: tattoos.
0: There it just like were... doesn't
1: surprise me at all that you'd go to a retreat where there's crafts. Yeah, no, no literally, I was the craft person, mm-hmm. and I, you can and hear the some... not shock
0: in my voice. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we were making friendship bracelets of course uh but also some other things that happened were again tattoos uh, we this. went and got piercings oh my gosh. we gave each other so many back rubs and just physical love and care we listened to each other's stories I cried so many times one of the girls found out she was pregnant oh my god we oh shared. My gosh. I'm telling you it was beautiful it was Whoa. unhinged women being safe with each other and I am obsessed with it and I want to have more of that in my life
1: I I think it's fair to say I have never experienced anything like that I think it's fair to say <laughs> what you're telling me is that most people not- have not. <laughs> Is not something I can relate back to any experience. Mm-hmm. past a night out where I had too much to drink and you're just suddenly best friends with somebody. That's no. all I got.
0: No, and I wow. and That's I will tell you it has to do with clarity and creating safe spaces that happened online mm. before the retreat. It is really important to create emotional and safety before you have these interaction. Did you
1: guys stay here in Fort Worth or did you go somewhere else?
0: Yeah, we were here in Fort Worth. Also, one of the things that we did is that we had a local sex therapist do a zoom in call with all 12 of us women. And she was fantastic. Her name is Dr. Celeste Holbrook. She is online. Please follow her. She is here, local. She does all kinds of classes, all kinds of things. Let me just tell you, if you have any sort of background with purity culture or with fundamentalness and Christianity towards sex, Mm -hmm. which, like, low key, we're in Texas, so yeah, yes, (laughs) she talked to all twelve of us. We all felt seen. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I
1: love that
0: unhinged.
1: Here's to more unhinged women. (laughs) Yes.
0: But in the safest way. Yes,
1: in the safest way. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh.
0: My little thing is that right now my kids are really into Percy Jackson. And when my kids are excited about a fandom, I am right there with them. And it's a way to connect with them. I sometimes find it hard to figure out ways to connect with the three boys that I have in my home. It's a whole lot. They just came out with a series, a TV series, which we watched together. So that was really fun. I feel like that's just the little thing of like, oh, we're now in our Percy Jackson stage of life. So I'm being there as a cheerleader for my boys as they learn about stuff.
1: That's cool. My big thing in my pocket is I have now met my goal weight for the past 10 to 15 years we're talking a goal weight achievement. So I don't necessarily know how to exist in a maintenance realm, but that's not the issue. Okay. The maintenance thing isn't the issue. The issue is that when I'm bloated, I can see, or when I have like a super salty meal, I can see that in my body. Oh, yeah. And that is new, right? I've never been able to see those kind of changes. And so over Christmas, I did, I guess, what was the normal thing is like put on just, you know, like a couple pounds that is normal, but also not normal for me.
0: So subtle changes, subtle changes
1: are being I can I can visually see them now. Like, oh, I feel full but like I look Mm -hmm. It's just a a change that I see in my body. And I'm not really sure where to put that because I think that that's a very normal thing for Mm -hmm. a huge amount of our population. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's something I really haven't experienced for easily a decade. Yeah. So to all of a sudden have a new connection with my body in right. that way is kind of a little jarring, and it's just one of those things that has me looking in the mirror a little bit more, going, "What's going on?"
0: Yeah. You're experiencing fluctuations that
1: are more subtle, right? There. Yeah, but I but I've never I've never been able to see those subtle yeah changes. This is new to look at my body and go, "Oh, sure, huh? Interesting." And so that's just kind of getting used to my body as it is, and so that's that's my big thing that just low key uh, is happening all the time. Right, you're <laughs> you're, you're holding it in your pocket, it's something you're thinking it's there about every I mean, single time. And unless we ask each other,
0: this is why I love this question because unless I ask you about that, that might not come up. Uh, you no, may not no, pull that up not. to talk to me. Absolutely
1: not. <laughs> absolutely not okay so my little thing and you can hear me just go ah, vulnerability. Ah. let me get back to my little thing and being funny my little thing is actually very serious it is a one of those foot masks that peel off all your skin oh on my your god feet I'm so because ready. i have really really high arches a la barbie um, that is the only way I'll probably ever be able to relate to Barbie. <laughs> so I'm going to just like ride that while I can. I don't know, maybe like twice a year I have to do a foot mask because nice. my, my arches are so high. Have you ever done it? I have not, but I want to. Because I this is where everyone is turned off because of. they're like, no, oh my God, I'm Laura's like, talking about you. a foot mask. Oh this is <laughs> I, why this <laughs> has been on my to-do list for the past week. <laughs> I've just shed my foot skin. Yeah. So love that. Phrase.
0: I love lizard <laughs> I love lizard Laura. It's so gross. I won't put it
1: on social for everyone, okay? <laughs> this
0: is these are the things we carry in our pockets. These are the things we think about and I think a good friendship is one where we can share mm-hmm. the big and little things that are happening in our lives and uh celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> <foot shedding>. them. <laughs> celebrate foot shedding, mm-hmm. um celebrate Percy Jackson <laughs> and also just hear each other's stories in Absolutely. a safe way so where can they find us laura
1: you can find us online on instagram at it has pockets pod and you can email us at it has pockets pod at gmail.com you can find me at laura underscore lape and you can find me at abby dot be made that's it guys have a great week bye